Welcome to the Better Brave Podcast, where you get to hear unique stories from guests like you who choose to live bravely outside of their comfort zones. I'm Candace Dudley, your host, former teacher turned online business mentor and podcaster. This podcast is for you if you're committed to living life on purpose, no more following the rules of society. Go hit the follow button if you haven't yet and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. I have a great show for you today with our special guest, Hillary Krieger. She is a marketing expert, but I want you to know that we had some wild and crazy tech issues throughout our recording. And so if you can just bear with us through a couple moments throughout this show, you are sure to love this episode. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I have a special guest. Hillary is a Minnesota mom of four who helps with content and email marketing for story-driven, relationship-led connection in businesses local to the Twin Cities and online. I'm super excited to have you here, Hillary. Welcome to the show. Yay. Thanks so much for having me, Candace. So fun. This is kind of wild of how we met because we literally met from me following you on social media, but then come to find out one of your best friends I played college basketball with. We went to the same college, but our paths never crossed. And I'm living a few miles from your hometown and we know like a million of the same people. So I love social media for that. So wild. It's literally so wild how like we're literally just what one person away from everybody <laughs> like yeah. in the whole world so great tell us a bit about your journey from motherhood to creating and running your own marketing agency I unlike a lot of people I feel like well maybe not so much in the online world but opening and starting my business I don't have a marketing degree like I didn't go to college for marketing I didn't go to communications I didn't go there for journalism I literally went there for art and design. And I remember my mom was like, you're going to end up living in a van down by the river painting pictures. And I was like, okay, that's not exactly what I want to (laughs) do. But I also have ADHD and my husband is incredibly, incredibly smart. He has his master's degree in behavioral psychology. He's uh, basically a child psychologist, a board certified behavioral analyst. And on top of all of that, he's very, very fit, very athletic. Like it's been to uh, regional CrossFit games. He played college football. He's super athletic. So when I, you know, started listening to a lot of business podcasts and just reading a lot of books, I also have four kids. So it was like woven into my days of getting up in the middle of the night, breastfeeding my kids, being pregnant, like having insomnia, raising kids. I was basically the definition of mom. Like if you looked mm-hmm. at mom in the dictionary, it was like Hillary. Hillary yeah. is supporting her husband in his, you know, dreams of going to the CrossFit games and Hillary. Hillary is, you know, the homemaker, making all the food and doing all these things. But I have no idea how to say this in a better way, but I was freaking miserable. (laughs) I literally let, just want to like reiterate, like he was not into that. Like he was not like, do this for me or do that. I just felt like I was just a heart of service, just like whatever you need, whatever you want to do. You're the one with the master's degree. You're the one that's super athletic. You're the one, you're the one, you're the one. And I kept putting aside this like secret thing that I felt was Mm. like a calling to open a business. So I listened to this one podcast in the middle of an afternoon. It's nothing riveting. It's not like, oh my God, I had this like crazy come to Jesus moment. It wasn't like that. It was like two in the afternoon. I'm folding baby clothes and I was listening to this podcast of this guy and, and he was talking about opening a gym for kids that had cognitive disabilities and how movement and fitness was helping them with their behavior. 
And I'm like, this is it. We need to open a gym, Tyler. Like we need to do this. It's like, okay. So we found a place to open a gym. We got a business partner. We literally funded it almost all ourselves or with a couple friends helped us out. We didn't take out any loans. And on the morning of March 4th, 2018, was day one of our gym opening. And in the evening of March 4th, 2018, we had our third child. So I literally birthed birthed two babies in the same day. It was really great. Our gym was very successful because I'm not going to say it's because of me, but I'm just going to humbly say it's because of me because (laughs) I saw the value in email marketing Mm -hmm. and content marketing and telling stories. So right out the gate, started an Instagram page, started an email list. I listened to a lot of books, a lot of podcasts on organic marketing, and I posted every single day and I posted stories about the members that were joining. I documented the first couple of days. I documented the journey of what it was building from start to finish. I literally documented everything so much so that people were so invested in the stories and we you know grew to 120 members in less than a year which is a, a lot of members for a crossfit gym in a short period of time i did all of the behind the scenes like i did every piece of marketing i also did all the taxes all the finances all of these things and that was going great we also opened another business called behavior change collective which i did all of the things on the back end of that my husband was also the face of that And you can kind of see the trend here. It was like, I thought in order to be anything in life, it had to be behind somebody who society thought as Mm. the golden child. I mean, my parents, when they used to introduce me and Tyler, they would be like, this is my son-in-law, Tyler. He has his master's degree in blah, 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 blah. blah, And he's so wonderful. Oh, and this is my daughter, Hillary. Like, it was always just like, I'm like, okay, cool. So- Then the pandemic hit. We had an online course for parents of problematic behavior. There's a lot of things that happened in between then. My husband got let go from his job. I was no longer bartending anymore. Our gym, you know, was whatever because of the pandemic. People couldn't come in. So we were doing online classes and we launched an online course. And it was also very, very, very successful. I did all the marketing. um, I did all the email marketing, all the posting. I basically like made a list every single day for Tyler to do. I was like, respond to this comment, create a post like this, create a video like this. This is how I want you to hold the phone. This is how I want you to edit it. This is how it needs to be. Like I literally did everything. Yeah. And then one day, in June during the pandemic, we also found out we were pregnant with our fourth child. <laughs> and he was just like, Hey, I want to tell you something. I'm like, What? He's like, I'm not an online guy. I just don't want to do this. Yeah. I was like, What the heck? So I got really mad, but it was <laughs> the best thing he had ever done for me by saying, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't yeah. want to be the face. I don't want to run an online business. And so I was in a mentorship group with actually Jenna Kutcher. Maybe you're following oh, yeah. who that is, but <laughs> I was in a business uh, mentorship with Jenna Kutcher. This was four years ago now, five years ago now. And I made a simple post in the group and I said, Hey, I'm looking to just help one person with their online marketing. I'll help you with your email marketing, your content marketing. I'll tell you exactly what to post, how to post, how to do it. I have now built and scaled two businesses to multi six figures in less than a year. I know exactly what to do. I don't have a degree. I just want to help one person. I put up a Google form. I went to bed and I woke up in the morning and I had 52 people. Oh, my God. 
I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. I wanted to help one person. Well, I had 52 people apply. So I ended up running two small groups. I ran two small groups of five people and ended up taking five one-on-one clients. So literally in 24 hours, I went from my husband being my only quote unquote client to having 15 clients and making $20,000 in the middle of a pandemic, helping everybody transition to their business to be online. And literally my business had, has not slowed down since. And it all stemmed from me thinking I had to be behind the scenes to my husband saying, I don't want to do this anymore. I took a bet on myself and just decided I can be the face of a business now. And it's been amazing. It's literally been amazing. It hasn't slowed down. It's been so great. Why do you think that you felt that way from the beginning that you had to be the behind the scene person? I think that the main reason was because of societal norms around Mm. being a quote unquote business owner, having a degree, having like Mm. massive success in something, having all these certifications or all of these checking all these marks around what people deem as a business owner. But the more I get into online space, the re- the more I realize that Barbara from Shark Tank said it so well. She was like, the most successful business owners are the ones that don't have a degree and likely have some type of cognitive disability. And I have ADHD and I yeah. don't have and I don't have a degree. So I remember hearing her say that on Shark Tank and I was like, amen. All right. That's all that well, I needed. If, if Barbara you. says it, it's true. <laughs> So you go from motherhood to launching and opening all these businesses, and they're very different from each other. How did you know and and what advice would you have for someone who is getting these nudges, not sure how to follow them, which ones to follow, what to do next? How do you navigate that? The biggest piece of advice that I give to anybody that comes to me that has something that they're curious about or that they're even passionate about and they don't know where to start, the best place to start is to start documenting and sharing your curiosity. I think as moms, a lot of times you see people that are starting a business or that are very successful with an online business. I mean, I probably portray that I have a very successful business, which I do. And then people think, I could never do that. But the Mm. thing, the underlining thing that I want people to never forget is that I just started sharing my journey with no offer to have. Like I literally had no offer. I think that we don't always have to share what we're passionate about. You can share your curiosity. If you are a mom at home and you are curious about gardening, start sharing your gardening journey. Then start, then people start questioning. If you are, you know, working out at home and you are starting a new weightlifting program and you're doing it in your garage, just share you working out. It's not that complex. It's not anything to sell. It's just sharing something new in what you're excited about and inviting people along for the journey. Mm -hmm. And then things come and stem from there because you get like this external motivation or this external like curiosity of other people. And then it just grows from there, you know? Right. You can, you start to notice what people are commenting on or what they're asking you. And then that can kind of lead you into what's next.
I have to tell you about the brand new Align Business Collective, led by Andrea Hansen, Brittany Williams, and myself, Candace Dudley, three entrepreneurs who have taken the leap, left their nine to five jobs, and are multi-passionate business owners. We understand your struggles. We have been in your shoes and felt that tug in our hearts, knowing we are made for something bigger. Those racing thoughts that keep you up at night, that feeling in your heart that tells you it's time to break up with your nine to five job, we know it too. Join us to discover a community that blends empowerment, education, and camaraderie for female entrepreneurs like you. Our collective offers an array of exclusive benefits designed to elevate your business journey and foster personal growth. We know that hiring a business coach can sometimes feel impossible when you're starting out, which is why we created this collective. Whether you are just starting to realize that you have the potential to create something great or already in the process of creating an exit plan to leave your nine to five or have already taken the brave and bold leap to become an entrepreneur, this is the community that you have been dreaming of. No matter what stage you are at. We are here to support you. To find out more, join our mailing list. Head to the show notes for the link. Now back to the show. Exactly. The underlining thing is that it's very, it's very hard to put yourself out there of your curiosity Mm. when you feel like nobody cares, nobody's listening. Why would I do this? That's another underlining thing that I I definitely help people with because it's like, I don't look good. It's like, like I didn't look good either when I started off. I was literally like milk stained, breastfeeding, two hours of sleep, kids in and out of the hospital, like baby that had COVID. Like it literally was, it was not easy. Right. <laughs> That's a story I told myself forever was like, oh, I can't post on social media and, and do this, you know, network marketing that I wanted to do because I'm just boring and I don't have a story and I don't have big T trauma and, you know, it's boring. But the fact is like, we all have stories and there's people that are waiting for us to relate to us because one that relates to you isn't going to relate to me or vice versa. And so it's just a crap story that we tell ourselves. I also think that the thing that you just said is there's so much relatability in the boring. There's less relatability in a curated video of me speaking on stage in front of 10,000 people. But there's a hell of a lot more relatability in me posting a video in my king-size bed recording a podcast with my three-year-old home on a Friday. Right, That's relatable. And that seems boring and mundane and every day, but like that's the pieces that people relate to you on. And I also love that you don't have a degree and that you're not shy to say that because I think that's another hang up. I know it was for me as well when I'm, you know, transitioning into, well, I don't want to do this network marketing stuff anymore. It feels unaligned. And so then I'm out there like grasping at straws. You know, I was a teacher, so you got to have degrees to be a teacher. And so I'm grasping at straws like, okay, well, I'll go get my life coaching certification. That'll be it. Then I'll feel better. I'll go get my mindfulness coaching certification. That'll be the ticket. Like I got to go get these certifications to be able to coach people on what I already know I'm good at. These certifications are doing jack deadly. I already know how to get someone from point A to point B, but I need, I felt I needed that before I could, you know, really be the the thing I wanted to be. There is this really, really good uh, diagram. Maybe I'll send it to you after we record. And it came from, I actually had a business coach about three years ago and his name was Mike Kim. He wrote a book. It's called You Are the Brand. And it's really, really mm-hmm. good. What ends up happening for people with high levels of degree or uh, people that are very classically trained, like in education, is mm-hmm. we want to become a thought leader in the space. So 
you are a rookie, you feel like you're a rookie right now, or maybe an imposter, because who Mm -hmm. are you to teach people about fitness? You don't have a degree in that. So what ends up happening is you feel in order to become that thought leader or that expert in the space, you need to go get more degrees, go get more certifications, go spend more time proving that you are the expert behind the scenes. But what you're actually doing is you're moving so much further away than what you should be doing, because Mm -hmm. what you should be doing is acting like an influencer. And what influencers do a really good job at is they post every single day. Hmm. Kim Kardashian, arguably not that great of a business person. I don't really. What do those 21 year olds who don't have a degree in nutrition and who don't have a degree in kinesiology? Why are they getting millions of followers and making millions of dollars? Because they're posting every day. They're not going to school to go get more certifications. They're not going to get more training. They're learning and showcasing it as they go. And that's a really hard concept for people that are already set with that 21-year-old who's selling millions of dollars of nutrition packages and literally has no degree, no certifications, nothing. The cool thing is that somebody like you or somebody who is a dietitian, all a dietitian has to do to have an upper hand on that 21-year-old is post every day. Do it consistently because you have the upper hand with a certification. You have the upper hand with a degree. Just Stop trying to think that you need more certifications, more degrees, more training, more courses. Right. You don't need more. You need to do more. You don't yeah. need to learn more. You you know yeah. enough. Trust me. You know enough. It reminds me of, I think there's an order something out there that's like, hey, just so you know, there's other people that know less than you doing what you want to do and they're getting paid for it. Like exactly. you just said, you don't need exactly. more. Exactly. Yeah. But about- it's it's very hard. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I do think it's also our generation too, because we were the generation that you go to school, you graduate high school, you go to college. That's the path. It's shifting now. And I like the shift, but we still grew up in that. I I completely agree. And I feel that if you don't choose that path, you have to be so confident in your choice because you get questioned. And a lot of people lack the confidence in the questioning because all they have are themselves. Like as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, I am so social, but I am so lonely. Like it really is. Yes. It is so, I am just obsessed with people. I love stories. I love building relationships. I love people, but it is so isolated. If you tell somebody you're like, I'm going to school to be a nurse or I'm going to school to be a doctor, people are like, oh my gosh, that's such hard work. You, Mm -hmm. wow, you must be up late and you have four kids, Hillary. Oh my gosh, you're amazing. If I tell people I'm growing my online marketing business, they're like, "Mm, okay, why are you showing up online? Oh, you're like, there's no concrete framework or, or timeline that people understand. So you're constantly having to prove yourself while also working arguably just as hard as a doctor late nights. Like I'm launching right now. I was up till 1130 last night. I was up at 515 this morning. I had two sales calls. I'm on this pot. Like it's right. People don't understand being an online business owner or an entrepreneur, but they understand the concept of like going to school to be a doctor and how hard that is with four Mm -hmm. kids at home. But arguably, you and I have a very hard job, too. (laughs) Right. 
And I think when you keep getting met with those comments, like, huh, like the scrunched face, like, hmm, well, what, you know, you left your teaching career to do what? It just plays back the the little bit of doubt that you have in your own self of like, well, yeah, maybe this is crazy. Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. It just feeds into that, which is why I also tell everybody that I work with, if you're going to be in the middle of launching a brand new baby business, you're not telling everybody and everything. Like you don't need to go tell all your people and coworkers and friends and then be met with their comments in those early stages. Like save that for the people that have the best energy and are going to meet you with that right kind of energy that you need to keep pushing through that hard part of getting that started. No, totally. It's so funny you say that because you probably realize this too, but a lot of my best friends, I take that back. 50% of my best friends are online that I haven't met. I've met the other half already, which is really, really great. That has been good over the last year is that I've met a lot of my like online besties and it they're they're the same person as they are online. They're just maybe shorter than what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what do you wish people knew about marketing? I wish that people knew that marketing is not something that you can automate. Marketing is not something that just creates a sale. Marketing is about opening a relationship and it's for a long game. And I think the moment that any business tries to automate their marketing or their relationship building is the moment their business starts to go downhill. Because mm -hmm. you're trying too big and you're trying to automate relationships. And that's not something that chat GBT or AI will ever be able to replace is you and your personality and your growth and your change yeah. in your relationship building. And what are just a few tips that you can give someone starting out that is like, yep, I'm, I need to, I finally need to take mm -hmm. action. And now I need to start this marketing. Where do they start? Do they get on social media? Do they build an email list? Do they need to be doing it all? Where's their time best spent? If you are just getting started with a dream idea around a business, 90% of your business building should be forward facing online, meaning where's the platform that you feel most comfortable showing up and sharing on your heart? Do that and draw awareness to you and connect with others. I think that's another missing link in marketing is marketing is not, I made a post and nobody liked it. To me, mm. the question that I would ask is, you made a post, but how many other people's posts did you like and comment on? Mm. It, it's not, I'm making posts and nobody's seeing it. I'm making posts and nobody's commenting. I'm making posts and nobody's liking. It should be the complete opposite. It should be 90% you posting on other people. Okay. My final question is what message would you like the listeners to take away today if they remember nothing else? What do you want them to kind of hold with them? The main thing is that if you know someday that you were made for more than just like being a mom at home or working your nine to five and you don't know what that is, just start sharing your curiosity on any type of social platform and find a group of other people or one or two other friends who just encourage that journey. And just start building relationships in person and online and see where it takes you. If you have something specific that you like to talk about or that you've wanted to talk about, great. Then you're like, 10 steps ahead of a lot of other people that think that they want to have passive income or start a business online or whatever that is, don't 
also get sucked into the idea of I just want to make money because the person who creates and shows up to just share and serve will make way more money than the person who shows up to decide I want to make money. So just sharing and documenting is the best way to market. And I tell all my businesses that like, all of my clients, whether they're a multi-million dollar business or they're a solopreneur just starting up, they all have the same marketing plan. And that's build relationships, start making connections, engage with other people and showcase that your story, that's relatable. Yes. Thank you for that. And tell us where can we find you? Okay. So if people are on TikTok, you can find me at Honest CEO Hillary with one L. On uh, Instagram, I'm Hillary Krieger, but it looks like Kruger. It's Hillary with one L and then Kruger, but you pronounce it Krieger. <laughs> and um, my website is hillarykrieger.com. Thanks for being on. And I'm going to link all that in the show notes for the listeners. Awesome. Thanks, Candace. All right. And to the listeners, have a better brave day. Hey, thanks for being here. I love being able to highlight entrepreneurial journeys because no two are the same. To grab my free sales page planner, or to book a discovery call with me, head to the show notes. Finally, please leave a quick review so I can continue this work. See you next week.